Welcome to The Kingdom is for Everyone. This is your host, Matthew Hester, and this is the place to discuss all things righteousness, peace, and joy. I want to take just a moment, like I do at the top of every episode, to thank our Hester Ministries monthly supporters. You help make this podcast a reality, as well as the many things we do for the sake of the gospel. We cannot thank you enough. If you'd like information on how to support our ministry, uh, please go to hesterministries.org slash partner, and you can find out the various levels in which you can give, or you can customize it and create your own, whatever works for you. Uh, also, you can enjoy this show wherever you love to listen to podcasts, and with that in mind, please like and share this podcast. Please do leave us a five-star review so that we can get in front of as many people as possible. Uh, also, do us a favor. Check out the homepage for this podcast. Go to anchor.fm slash the kingdom for everyone. That's the number four. And uh, while you're there, you can click on the message tab, leave us a voice message or a question that we'd love to feature on an upcoming episode of our podcast. Here at The Kingdom is for Everyone, we want you to be more than an audience. We would love for you to be a participant. Okay, we're going to jump right into episode 75. And this episode is titled Letting Go. Seriously. Like letting go. Uh, one of the things that is seems to be so difficult in life in general, and I, 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 I know that it goes across the board. This is not an isolated problem, uh, is that we all have control issues. We all have uh, this desire to see certain outcomes based on certain input. And, uh, you know, it's interesting, even within the, the Christian world, so much of Christianity paints a similar image. You know, we'll say that, well, you know, God certainly provides the greatest gift, and he certainly gives us the gift of grace, the gift of salvation. But then it looks like a lot of the, the world we, we end up being caught in is, but still, you know, so reap, uh, give a certain way do these things, perform well, and certain outcomes are guaranteed. And if we're not careful, and uh, it's easy enough to shift our focus onto that perspective. And uh, so we're going to talk about letting go a little bit and just see where that's going to land us. Uh, this uh, this might go down as being uh, one of our less popular episodes, but I believe it's so necessary. It's also uh, something that I've been in the vein of studying uh, in a new series I've been doing recently uh, called The Ancient New, and this uh, this is going to be something we're going to be focusing on later in that series. Uh, and so let's talk about that a little bit, uh, letting go, seriously. So Mark chapter 4, verses 26 and 27, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep by night and rise by day, and the seed should sprout and grow, he himself does not know. Uh, and so, um, does not know how. And so, um, so first, we I think there's two, two perspectives, two, two, well, not perspective necessarily. We have these two components we need to look at when we talk about letting go. So, um, Essentially, there's this this initial perspective of of giving and being generous. And now, when I say giving and generosity, please don't don't narrow into. I'm not just talking about like financial gifts because uh, that's kind of our default in in the Christian world. Um, but I'm talking about gener- generosity of spirit, right? Generosity of uh, time, talent, ability, um, uh, emotional generosity, right? Are are you eager to love? Are you eager to to bring joy into an atmosphere. I ran across this great quote today uh, that um, I, I'm not going to be able to, to say it verbatim, but the kind of to paraphrase it, um, why are we so focused on preparing our kids for a hard and jaded world 
when we should be pre- be preparing them to be essentially agents of life and light and love and joy in a hostile and hardened world. Uh, and so that just got me thinking about that um, generosity of spirit. Uh, and so we have this generosity, but then if we're not careful, we have expectations on our generosity of spirit, on our uh, financial generosity, uh, on, our, on our generosity of time, talent, ability, all the things that I listed earlier. Uh, and so... So yeah, let's just kind of jump into that. So you know, you think about it. Many of like history's greatest prophets, you know, sages, emphasize the importance of sowing well. Uh, and again, there's baggage to these words. I, I'm I want to make sure that I acknowledge that up front. But I'm not I'm not just talking about offerings. I'm not just talking about financial support to organizations you believe in. Uh, I know that I do a pitch for that at the beginning and end of this podcast. And, uh, you know, right now we we live in uh, a space and time here where we need financial support and, and uh, because we don't technically produce a product uh, in, in the, cl- the classic sense, we don't just amp up input and then that helps to increase our bottom line. But we rely on the generosity of others that see the value in what we do. And so in a sense, like our Hester Ministries monthly supporters, our podcast supporters, uh, they are sowing and, and they want to uh, have confidence that they're sowing well. Uh, but then also beyond that, which I think is even more so significant, what, what's our contribution to the world? What's our contribution to humanity? You know, one of the things that impresses me about Elon Musk, as polarizing of a figure as he is, uh, is that d- despite his enormous wealth, uh, so much of his focus, at least what he what he says publicly, is for the good of humanity, for the goodness of mankind. Uh, and, and I pray that really is at the core of his heart. But, you know, so all that's great, first of all. That's great. Sowing well, giving, offerings, contributing, making the world a better place. You know, it's like we all want to be involved in things that we can say, yeah, that's, 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 I'm a part of that. I, I give towards that. I help to make that a reality and we feel good about it. But then, um, the part that's really difficult is, uh, while we can let go of outcomes, can you do all that and actually have no surety of what the outcome might be? I don't know. See, that's, that's something that we have to ponder there for a minute because, you know, the, the kind of the central point is that we should be, we should avoid being attached to an outcome because we don't control outcomes, whether you want to or not. I want to help you right now. You know, we're still at the beginning of 2024, so this is like a, a New Year's gift for you. Um, let go of trying to control outcomes. Okay, so now with that being said and understood, the second, guard yourself from trying to manipulate outcomes, which we see that often, and regrettably, we also see that in the church world as well. Um, and then, you know, the I guess the final thing is you can't even be assured of an outcome. You can't be assured that anything that you put in, that the response or the result is going to be exactly what you're hoping for. Okay, so those are going to kind of be the three things we're going to look at in our time together. So first of all, we don't control outcomes. We need to we need to free ourselves of this mentality. So you think about it. So when we when we give, when we sow something good into the world, you know, we're like kind of those 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 planters who broadcast their seed. They give generously. We see that uh, in Mark, Matthew thirteen. You know the in that parable in Matthew 13, the, the parable of the sower, 
how does he sow seed? It's it's amazing, right? Uh, it, it's like the seed is cast out and, and it lands everywhere. You know, you would think, well, why wouldn't God only sow seed in the best ground? Because so to be guaranteed the best harvest. Um, that's just not the heart and nature of God. God now again, I, I do believe that God provides on purpose, but He sows like in a broadcasting way, just everywhere the seed is being thrown out. Um, uh, even a very good sower, Jesus is an example with very good seed, the gospel, right? Uh, still was not bound to trying to control the outcome. Right? Some seeds land on good soil, others on uh, ground that's difficult, uh, others it lands in the weeds. And then there are others, it says that the sun dries them up, birds come and grab it and go off with it. You know. Um, now, that being said, I'm not suggesting that we don't sow like, without hope, but, but that we when we attach ourselves to specific outcomes, um, anytime there's this interruption, anytime there's this diversion or anything that disappointment disappoints our expectations, then all of a sudden there's frustration, uh, shame, manipulation, whatever it may be. Um, and, and, and that's why we have to get to this place that being, being a force of generosity is good enough for us. And we, we allow and we put our trust in the Lord in terms of outcomes. That's that's where they're going to be safest anyway, you know. But if we're confident that we did our best to sow, and then we leave the outcome in God's care, uh, then then we can accept that the outcomes are out of our control, and you can sleep at night, and you can you you can <laughs> you can be at peace. Um, and um, you know, I, I love this uh, Serenity Prayer. I was I was reading this. Uh, earlier, and it was, it was reminded, I was reminded of it from a, a post from Bradley Jerzak, um, the serenity prayer, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And I feel like a lot of times, I'll, I'll just talk about myself, there are times I just, throughout my life's experience, I didn't know the difference between accepting what I couldn't change and the courage to change what I could. Um, so, okay, so we don't control outcomes, we should absolutely guard against manipulating outcomes. And sometimes this can be very subtle. You know, many aspects of sowing do affect outcomes. So, you know, wisdom, experience, education, you know, planning, all those things. Um, now, so that's not the manipulation I'm talking about. Those are some examples of we do our we do our best to sow well. Okay, so sowing well is in your power. Being generous is in your power, and so do it well. Do it at your best. But then, you know, if we if we get this place where we refuse to accept the fact that outcomes are not something we can control, then we're tempted to try to start manipulating, and uh, and our you know all of a sudden we start controlling others. We you know cross boundaries, bend rules, press the issue, right? Um, uh, give exhaustive you know, speeches, whatever it may be, to try to get people to respond uh, a certain way. Uh, and so, and that's that's kind of a violation. That's something that we really need to, uh, if that's something that we've, we wrestle with or, you, you know, you've done in the past, just Lord, you know, help me, help me with my heart in this because you're not a manipulative God. And so I'm not going to be a manipulative person. And so, and so, you know, Manipulation oversteps generosity, 
right? It, it, it doesn't overrule generosity. It oversteps the boundaries of true generosity. And then it limits amazing outcomes, right? That, that we couldn't foresee in the moment, but then all of a sudden, you know, they blow up beyond our expectations, more beautiful than we could have ever thought, but we miss it because we wanted to manipulate it into a certain way for a certain outcome. Uh, I'll, I'll share this story with you. This is not a personal story for me. This is a story from a friend of mine, uh, and I will not name the ministry, but a, a very well-known international ministry uh, was was doing some ministry dates in Europe, and this particular country in Europe um, is is still in the landscape of, of just chronology uh, is still fairly newly liberated from communism within within a generation, within the last 40 years. And so this uh, well-known ministry, they get up and, um, you know, have great praise and worship, which they're known for, and then it's time for offering. And the, uh, the person that's designated to come and raise the funds takes copious amounts of time uh, telling people how they can give via credit card and all these things, and not knowing that most people had never even seen a credit card before, uh, and, and and then uh, and then just getting very aggravated and frustrated that the offering just wasn't going the way they had anticipated. And and again, the way the story was relayed to me, this crowd who's there expecting a touch and a move from God. Uh, is is basically um, berated for 45 minutes during offering time. Uh, and, and, and man, just hearing the stories like that breaks my heart. And I think that, that that's kind of what I'm, that's kind, well, that's specifically an example I'm talking about. So there's opportunities for generosity, but then we want to see a certain outcome. Uh, and, uh, you know, and again, growing up in ministry, I've seen it all. But something that that I really committed, and the people in my life can tell you this. Anyone who's a part of Dominion can tell you this. Uh, offering for us is is about love, joy, generosity, and making a difference. And uh, I refuse to look at people as numbers because as soon as you do, your desire is what to manipulate so that the numbers can go higher. You want that. You want them to produce. And uh, I'm just of this disposition. That uh, if there's anything that is being done that is in the heart of God, that there is um, there is provision for it. Now, I, again, I do believe in strategy. I do believe in budgeting. I do believe in accountability. Uh, but then also, um, you know, we have to trust the Lord in the provision. Now, uh, how we trust the Lord can look a lot of different ways. You know, I when you hear trust the Lord, uh, I hope you don't think that angels are manipulating bank account numbers. <laughs> no, usually trusting the Lord means he's touching the hearts of people. Uh, you know, uh, so much of what I'm able to do personally in ministry is through the support of people that are not even a part of my local ministry. They're not a part of my local church. Uh, and so that blesses me so much that I can um, l- give my life to ministry and have been able to do that now full time for 18 years, which still blows my mind. And a lot of those 18 years were so lean, you better believe it. Um, and so we continue to trust God and we continue to believe that hearts will be knitted and labor and, and, and put together for, for what we're laboring to accomplish uh, with the grace of God. But said and done, I, I am not going to approach people to manipulate outcomes because then I know that's not the heart of God. And that's, again, it's, it's just not something that I want to be a part of, uh, of who we are as ministers of the gospel. 
Um, and so, and then finally, um, you know, that we can be assured of outcomes, right? We, um, so I would say, first of all, you can't be assured of a certain outcome, but you can be assured of outcomes. I mean, something is going to come out of what you do, who you are, how you sow. I promise you outcomes will manifest. So if you can sow well and let go of outcome attachments, Right. Well, then you have this this very unique opportunity to rest easy, knowing, right, that those who sow well, it, they reap. I mean, we do. Now, again, I would tweak it a little bit and say that's not why I sow. I don't sow because, man, I really would like to get ten times my investment. Right. I believe so. That was abused in some of the sowing and reaping uh, focus in even in giving and things like that. Um, I, I, I sow because I love and, and I want it to be motivated by love. And that's kind of the John 3.16 pattern for God so loved that he gave his only son, right, for the world. I mean, uh, and so from there, the while well, uh, certainly we use that as our kind of our cornerstone salvation verse, that's actually a, a generosity verse. That's a sowing uh, without um, outcome, right, in play without manipulating outcomes. Th- this is about letting go, right? Letting go of the things we can't control for God's love, the world that he gave. So love and giving are very much connected. They're inseparable in the heart of God. They should be inseparable in ours as well. I ask people all the time, hey, if there's love in your heart, is there love in your heart? Sure. Well, then feel free to give. If not, it's okay. Keep it. You could go have lunch. Go bless somebody. It's okay. I never want anyone to feel manipulated in any way to ever be generous, whether it be giving or, like I said before, generosity of spirit across the board, right? Serving, volunteering, whatever it is, uh, you should not feel manipulated, and I should never be in a position to feel like I must manipulate you. That's not going to be a healthy relationship on either side. Now, um, the outcomes, back to the outcomes. Now, they may not uh, be when we want them to be. They may not end up being how we want them to be, hey, I hope for this, I prayed for this, I worked for this. But, you know, you go look in Galatians 6, where our promise that if we sow well in the Spirit, we will reap a good harvest. And so uh, remember this, there, there's there's no such thing as futile sowing ever, right? Because seeds know what to do, right? Um, seeds of encouragement, speak an encouraging word, it's going to produce fruit. Sow mercy, it's going to produce a harvest of mercy. Sow grace, it's going to produce grace. So financially, it's going to produce harvest. I promise you that. We just have to figure out how to let go of, well, I want this desired outcome. I want proof that what I am doing is going to produce this result. And as much as I get you, I feel you, um, we don't get that most of the time. And and we have to get to the point where we're okay with that. It requires levels of trust. And and I'm not even asking people to trust me. I'm saying you got to trust the Lord in it all as well. Because said and done— what you were to sow, let's just use Hester Ministries as an example. What you sow into Hester Ministries, Hester Ministries is not ultimately what's going to bring the return to you. Come on, the return is from the Lord, right? And and how that return is measured is not up to me, right? Um, and so, anyway, lots lots that we could probably keep saying on it, uh, but uh, I don't want to belabor it and be too wordy. You know, but again, in that opening parable we talked about in Mark, Jesus assures us that we can scatter good seeds, sleep well, and rise to see the good and surprising outcomes that God has in store when we leave the harvest to him. So be faithful in who you are. Commit to let go. Like seriously, let go of outcomes. Let go of the things you cannot control. At the same time, 
continue to be generous, continue to sow well, and then you get to trust the most trustworthy person that all of all of time and timelessness has witnessed, and that is in the Father, in, in, in the goodness of God. You can trust him always. All right, well, that's kind of what was on my heart today. I pray that it came across clearly and wasn't too jumbled up, but I wanted to share that with you, and I pray that it blessed you. I just want to mention a couple of things before we finish up. Uh, go to HesterMinistries.org uh, to find out where we're going to be next. We're booking for 2024, and our calendar is already filling up. There's also material there available for you to take advantage of. Go to PresentTruthAcademy.org. We are right now preparing for an upcoming brand-new study track called Union with Christ. It's a 10-week study on the gospel of union, uh, the mystery hidden now revealed. And uh, we'd love for you to be a part of that. That launches in February, but you can go ahead and go to our website and pre-order it now and be ready for when it drops in February for, again, for 10 weeks. You get a new session every Monday. Uh, We'd love to have you uh, come along and let us partner with you in your journey into truth. Uh, We do want to invite you to share this podcast, like it, share it with everybody, share it on your social media platforms. doesn't cost you anything but just a few seconds to do that. Uh, It really does mean the world to us. All right, well, God bless you. Have an amazing week. Thank you for joining us on this wonderful Tuesday or whenever you listen to these episodes. Uh, It means the world to us. We really don't take it for granted. I want to remind you of this uh, before we finish out. If the kingdom isn't for everyone, well, then it's not for anyone. God bless you.